0: Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam, welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for joining me. If you are a little bit confused, then this episode is actually emerging from mine and Carl's Your Spiritual Shift, which was a, a different podcast that we actually ran not too long ago. I've decided to merge it with the Superconscious Success podcast as a new segment. So any episode moving forward will actually be a part of the Superconscious Success podcast now if you are wanting to know anything about ascension about spirituality about manifestation about law of attraction we even have channeling episodes in there if you're interested in all of that figuring out how you can actually transcend how you can actually move from 3d to 5d and so much more then this segment is the one that you're going to be wanting to go to so thanks so much for joining us in this episode and we'll catch you soon
1: Hey everyone, this is the podcast, Your Spiritual Shift, with me, Carl Gruber from the United States, and my awesome co-host from Australia, Jennifer Matthews. If you've been following this show, you'll know then that we've been on quite a roll as we've been chatting with some of the world's most amazing spiritual teachers, channelers of Ascended Masters, quantum healers, and more. And today we continue that trend with our wonderful featured guest. Now, before we talk with her, I'd like to ask you to take a second and click that subscribe button below so that you can make sure you never miss a single episode of this enlightening podcast. Now, here's Jennifer to introduce our guest.
0: Ah, uh, thanks so much, Carl. Now, we have a real spiritual treat for you today in the form of our special guest, Maureen Allen. Maureen is a master channeler, spiritual teacher and a medium. She's the principal Oracle for Kuan Yin, the goddess of compassion, the primary full-time Oracle for Jesus and Mary and the regular full-time Oracle for Buddha. Having had channeling and empathy empathy, Pathic ability since childhood, it wasn't until Maureen was 36 years old that she underwent a two-month-long nightly visit from her six spirit guides and one of her guardian angels, where she was able to come into full acceptance of her purpose and mission on earth as being a voice for master teachers and angelic beings of light and love. Now, this is going to be an incredible show, so we welcome Maureen Allen to Your Spiritual Shift. Hey, Maureen, how are you going? Hey, guys good how are you oh amazing we are so blessed to have you here today and looking forward to to chatting to you and and hopefully some of the amazing teachers will come in and join us i hope so
1: (laughs) that'd be great
2: yeah
1: awesome We understand that, uh, you know, you've had a really blessed life and uh, so far, you know, being the voice and oracle of these incredible beings of light and unconditional love. Now, we understand, however, that when you were a young child, uh, you weren't quite sure what was going on and you had to keep your abilities private so as not to be attacked or misunderstood. Can you give us a little more detail on what your younger years were like?
2: Yeah, sure. Sure. So, you know, as a child, when I first you know, came into life on earth, my incarnation, I held full clarity that I was an advanced channeler, that I was here to work with a high level guide, that I was also here to work for God, with God, and that I was to keep that information private until I was told to reveal it. I knew when the channelings would happen, and I knew when they happened, and I recognized them happening. That I was to be very humble and non—what um, you call—discreet about it and not bring attention to it. Um, when the channelings would happen as a kid, so from childhood until I would say that 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 very clear knowing and that clear memory started to dim in the teenage years. When when it would happen, I would see and feel angel wings come around me. I'd see them come into me. I would see a guide. I would feel, oh my gosh, the most blissful feelings of energy just fill me up and just elevate it out of my body as they used my body and channeled wisdom that were beyond five-year-old, an eight-year-old, a 10-year-old and it would put that person in front of me, family member or a friend, either in a very peaceful state, calm, it would help shift a decision that was clearly a mistake that they were going to make and helped change a a choice that they were going to make. And then when they would leave my body, I would feel them shift out, and then up and I'd feel myself drop back down in. So I had full knowing of The channeling, because they were advanced, being an advanced channeler, it means a few things. It means they're allowed to make a full merge in me, which means fully occupied me, which means pushing my soul out to occupy me. And then using me, they're allowed to communicate and able to communicate through me more words, more sentences. When my my, um, abilities gifts were activated to, we'll call it a a high level at a working level as an adult. Later, God explained to me that the reason I had conditions on me to keep it private was because the people around me, we'll call it the biological family, the friends, the community, society, would have issued more discrimination, persecution, with it. I wasn't going to be in an environment that was going to be able to support it. So I would have had more sabotaging, which would have drained me and made life more difficult. So it was done more on the down low and more gentle. Then at 36, it was you're an adult now, and now it's the opposite. Now we're calling you to your job, to your mission, to your job, to work for us, work with us, for us as our servant, our oracle, mm-hmm. and then I slowly had to go through a process of working through my fears and my doubts and becoming brave enough and strong enough to step forward into that, that mission, that role. And so how did, how did your family
0: react when they realised what was going on and, and kind of how long it had been going on for?
2: None of them were surprised. <laughs> they probably knew all along. <laughs> They knew they weren't surprised for a new thing for a few things. Sorry. I had sage. I saved my computer space. Still blowing up sage over here. <laughs> they, they were not surprised at all. I'd say they were kind of like maybe a little bit stunned. Yeah. I'd say the reason they weren't s- surprised is I, um, I couldn't hold lies. And I was, a, as a kid, most kids uh, lie. Yeah. Yes. I don't have a deviant thing in my personality and I don't have that Deception, and um, I had um, I was held a high level of ethics that was unusual forever. Even my parents, when I was in college, both pulled me aside after having raised four of us and having heard stories from their friends and individually pulled me aside and said, you were such an unusual child to raise. You never caused problems. You never got into trouble and they would share things that their friends as kids had caused. And so there was such a big difference with the and the ethics um, that combined with, I would predict the future just naturally, easily, and often, then it kind of all of a sudden made sense. And so it was, um, Something that was actually never disputed. It was kind of like ah, light bulb. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So okay.
0: That must have been pretty amazing because to have the angels um, and the other guides take over your body, you must have been at this this
2: intense sense of peace as a child. Then I had um, I had this thing to answer that where you know, like, in some ways, I did. Mm -hmm. Like I learned how to use it. Like, you know, life can be difficult. Mm -hmm. My my family life that I grew up in could be challenging at times where it was not always peaceful. Yeah. And in those times, I would disconnect. And I had to because of my sensitivity Mm -hmm. level, I had to always go and spend a lot of time alone because being so sensitive, I just had to be away from people and not feel now I, I understood it later feel their energies, telepathically read their minds. I had to be alone a lot. When I would be alone is when I would get a lot of clarity flooding into me Mm -hmm. about what choice to make. I'd also get shifted from nervousness or anxiety from being in conflict or chaos in a family situation into a peaceful state. So I learned how to go into silence and then I would receive peacefulness. And at that point, When I was a kid, I knew it was from my guides. And then as a teenager, it was starting to kind of dim a little bit. I didn't know exactly where it was coming from, but I knew it was coming. So I still had that um, coping mechanism in life. And Mm -hmm. then obviously beyond your family, then it goes to friends, high school, college so yes
0: yeah Yeah. well and the thing is we know that we all have guardian angels around us we know that we we're all protected we don't all have the um the ability to be able to connect with them on that deeper level or we we do but until we actually learn how to um so when you were 36 37 years old and you said you were visited by six different spirit guides and also your guardian angel now that must have been a pretty amazing experience Mm -hmm. um was there any fear that sort of popped up at that stage or because you had been going through it since you were a child,
2: yeah? Yeah, yeah by then. So think I would say in college because you want to try to fit in and mm. I was also wired to not talk about it openly. Yeah. So by college I was really trying to just like it didn't matter how I knew the future or how I knew who was in a call or walk into a room or how I knew things. It, it just was the way it was and that was kind of how I – just lived and presented myself, and I just kind of shut down that that inner knowing. So by college, I call it there was a dimming thing to my knowing and a little bit of dimming to my abilities. Okay. So then, two weeks before that, um, was it the thirty sixth birthday? Yeah, absolutely. By then, I had become a mother and was raising two young kids in Minnesota, where spirituality in this part of Minnesota was is still not highly. call it embraced Mm. and um woke up at 2 a.m to go to the bathroom and I was getting up out of bed and there's this huge silhouette right on my door and immediately I'm literally in the position of one foot on the ground one on the bed getting up it said spirit guide right into my head and I saw the word spirit guide written out and I just couldn't move and I was like <laughs> yeah, I did. Was waiting for it to move. Didn't move. Went into the bathroom, doing my thing, watching it still there. As I went back, I just went to bed watching it, and the whole time I was laying there. Obviously, I didn't go back to sleep the rest of the night. I was in so much anxiety and yeah. curiosity and overwhelmed. It's like something you see on TV he started to just communicate to me really slowly and gently that he's one of my spirit guides. And I started getting just visions of flowers and roses and the sensation of love and peace. So every time my anxiety would build, he would take it down. Yeah. The next night it was my dad who was in heaven. So I, again, I, I woke up and the um, some of the moonlight was through the shades and I could see my father's, silhouette in the exact same spot on the door. And I know what my dad looks like. And my dad said, your father, dad, PJ. And he sounded just like my dad. Wow. And I was like, "Dang!" (laughs) the rest of the night, my dad was communicating with me. And then for the next two months, I think there were like seven or eight guys. And it was every night. And so for that two month, It was a lot of anxiety. I didn't know if I should talk about it, try to hide it. I had anxiety that people would pull away from me at some point, that people wouldn't wanna play with my kids because they were small kids. So I kept it really private. Um, And then halfway through, because they really impressed on me how loving they were and that they were my guides and they were breaking down all of that fear and all the anxiety. So by then I was becoming more comfortable and I was laying there at one night, I call it halfway through. So like a month in. And one of the guides, he looked like, I call him a galactical guide, almost like an, an Oscar statue, like those Oscar statues where the legs kind of come together. Yeah. And he told me his name and it sounds galactical. I said to him in my head, because I was just laying there, I just would lay there and look at them and kind of say things and they would kind of say things back. At this point, it was elevating. And I just said, how do you guys stand there all night long watching over me, never moving all night long and just stand guard over me, watching over me? And then when I said it in my head, He moved his hands and legs and moved from one door to the next door. And in my head, I went, you heard me say that to you in my head? Mm -hmm. We're telepathic. And I went, so I'm trying to work through denial. Like I really have been hearing them this last month. And I have to just stop playing games with myself and get out of denial. And then he just came over my fear and anxiety and just filled me with love and peace. And then, towards the end, there was more guides. Then towards the end was the experience of the angel. and that was kind of like what really finally tipped me over. And that was where I woke up to turn over. I was sleeping on my stomach and I opened my eyes to turn over. And when I opened my eyes, this brilliant white light was cast all over my nightstand. Like white light, like I've never, ever, ever seen before. Like so brilliant. You think it would hurt your eyes. Mm. And I went, oh my gosh, what's this now? And at first I got afraid to like look up. I looked up and there was this angel even closer to me than the door, like a foot over. And one of her wings was completely white light and just filled that nightstand. And then the light started coming onto me and I heard guardian angel. And at that point, it was kind of like, OK, you got to stop now, and you just got to get strong with it. So it was like a intervention of breaking me down. But unfortunately, you would think that would be all I would need, but I didn't make it that easy for them. I'm sad to say I yeah. continue to be difficult.
0: But- I have
2: a I have a quick question with that
0: because I believe that sometimes when we're going through a difficult time or maybe we're going through a time of, of extreme anxiety or fear or something like that, that's when our spirit guides and our angels tend to visit us to, to try and give us that, that sense of peace, to try and to try and help us to move through that. Um, were, were you going through something in particular at that particular time when they visited you, or did they have a special message that they wanted? um, to get yeah. to you at
2: that time. Finally, when I was able to overcome the fears of accepting them, it was, it's time for you to work. Okay. Right? Yep. You had your time to be dimmed in your, in your twenties. It's done. We need you to work for us. Finally, when I went through pushing them away one more time after that two month period, when I stopped seeing them, then unfortunately, I had to go through the opposite. I had to get experiencing the negative entities. I had yeah. to go through a couple months of ghosts. Mm-hmm. Okay. in that period that drove me to a psychic development class where I learned how to properly open up and use my channels. And really quickly, I was able to see them even more clearly with my clairvoyance and then hear them. And in that process of opening up further, they communicated that we're waking you up, which is also why they gave it to me at night in bed. We're waking you up to your gifts that you're an Oracle. You work for us. You're part of our family. And I kept saying, you're part of your, our family. You belong to us. You work for us. You actually belong to us. And it's been time for you to work and you've been procrastinating. Mm -hmm. So for me, it wasn't that it was, you're an Oracle and it's time for you to do your job on earth. And that was when I finally surrendered the fears. Yes, they do come to us whenever we're like stressed in times of need, 100,000%. Mm-hmm. This wasn't it. This was, you're a working girl. You belong to us. It's time for you to do your job now. So.
1: I'm in, I'm in trouble because I'm a professional procrastinator, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to go to work, Carl. So you're you're a true unconscious trance trance channel where you get completely out of the way. Now I understand there are trans uh, channels who are actually their consciousness is still there and there can be some, some errors because their personalities are, but you you don't really remember what what you're you're talking, what the masters are saying when when you're there doing that, right?
2: Well, I call it I'm as far out as you can possibly be. So mm-hmm. It, and it's, it's what whoever in front of me has earned that level. So mm-hmm. if the masters is one of the four ascended masters, or if you were to have a session with me, if one of your guides or angels wanted to gift you that advanced channeling and they use me at that advanced level, I have no memory. Wow. So, and then if it's a, if it's more of a, you haven't earned that level of it, you could have it be where. I have to just repeat what they're saying and discern pictures and words for you and give it to you. And then I'll have a little memory, but that's not channeling. So, so think it's all what, and they've shown me it's whatever the earthling has earned. Okay. So, but so for the full channeling, it's, um, I will literally be consciously out. And one vision Kuan Yin gave to me, she showed me, me, dressed up whenever I work I have to be dressed up obviously to work for them I'm dressed up in a dress with hair and makeup looking cute this is what we do to you all of a sudden clunk she puts me to sleep and she steps right into me or Jesus steps right into me so the ultimate goal is they literally put me out when they say put me out that means they take my soul out and I've seen my soul literally shift out of me it was mind blowing
1: Would, yeah. uh,
2: would your friends yeah. be willing to
1: come in and uh, chat with us right now? We're we're pretty excited, if if that's so to be.
2: Okay. Like, as in a channel. Let's see. They want me to correct one thing. Um, I think, Jennifer, you saw, like, old stuff on an old version of my website. What they wanted me to correct, just for accuracy's sake, is I'm actually a principal oracle for... Okay. Jesus and Mary and Buddha. They want it. Okay. I have rings from all of them. I know the horrible right now from earning that level of an initiation to serve them at that level. Okay. They, there's a reason that they want that to be known. They want that to be known as God has educated me and Jesus because of the messages that they bring through to me. So if you read the blog, if you go on my Instagram, if you teach a class for me, yeah, some of the messages are really difficult to hear. Yeah. Guess what? They're even more difficult for me to have to deliver. Yeah. So they want people to understand the true source of the difficult messages and also the teachings. So that's why they okay. don't want Yeah, so that's, that's OK, we'll so- take that. <laughs> so so um, I'll let you know what's going on as soon as it happens. So I love that you guys are interested in channeling and want to like um, understand it. Some people are like either afraid of it or they just pull away from it because they think it's too far out there or they think it's unbelievable. The reality, it's not. It's what God showed me when I had... The conversations with him to use master channeler on my business card when they put me to work about two years after the activation at that time. Born and created to be a master channeler for the higher realms by me, God. Mm-hmm. And the vision of that was God showed me a vision of God as a huge source of white light. And coming out of him were all these small little balls of white light, all of our souls. And he showed me when he gave me that insight It's called the gift of clarity. All of us dropping into a pool of water and traveling down each of our own independent paths. So even though we're all here in a human incarnation, sharing earth, we all have different souls. We all have different paths and a, a, a master level channeler. And multiple visions by God and Jesus and Kuan Yin have shown me he created me to serve specifically Jesus and Kuan Yin and Mary and Buddha. Mm -hmm. At a higher level, Jesus and Kuan Yin at a level where they enter me, we're calling it, they're saying it, think more frequently than not frequently, even off the clock, just like when I was a child. Okay. So, so it it is fascinating. So that you have, they're saying, so that you have the voice of wisdom from heaven on earth to guide people right. away from mistakes and towards choices that will serve them better. Is what it is.
0: So do so, you know? Do you know when it's going to happen? They give you that message, and then all of a sudden, no, or are they just come in whenever they
2: feel like. No, this is oh. what will happen. Yeah, so. Wow. I'm going to keep going until they take me over. So what will happen is there'll either be a, a partial merge or there'll be a complete merge. Mm-hmm. So and what it feels like when it's the complete merge is, um, and even, well, I'm seeing one vision that I want me to share with you. They'll show me again and again, a master level channeler is unique in the level that I'm out. God gave me a vision when I do group readings, which is, you know, a group of people in front of me of doing, you know, mediumship readings connecting mm-hmm. with them. He showed me him and I, and he put himself as a father figure with mm-hmm. gray hair and he's holding me up and I'm wearing a purple dress. Purple is the color of a spirit guy, mm-hmm. purple dress. And in this vision, I'm asleep. He's holding me up. I'm asleep. And I will be guiding you around the dance floor, guiding the people. And then there's the audience of the group reading that's standing around him and I. So there's so many different um, ways that they show me. We put you out every time they make that full merge, which is that advanced channeling state.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, I think one of the reasons we're so interested in channels is now, you know, I mean, the world is awakening to these things. Uh, we, you know, human kind is uh, going through an evolution right now, raising their awareness into the five D and and all things spiritual and and enlightening, and and so I. Every channel, I've talked to a number of channels and, and beings of light, and, and they all have these beautiful messages of love. We're ready for it. Humankind needs it now more than mm-hmm. ever. And, and
2: you're thank so you. are so right, Carl. You're so right. Okay. We're so so,
1: thank you. You
2: know, just happened when you said that, because, because you said that, I think you're earning it. Quan Yin just gave me a string of pearls and put them in my hand. So I think she's going to gift you her pearls of wisdom now. Yeah. But she wants me to tell you, because you guys are interested in genuinely wanting to learn and know about channeling and and all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what it's like. So what what she does is she will literally just merge in, typically through my back, mm-hmm. and literally push my soul out. My soul usually goes to my left side. And when I've had the privilege of seeing it, Um, I see a silver cord, a silver cord really is connected from your physical body to your soul. Um, so it's floating here and it shifts right over here. And then when she's done, she brings my soul back. So that's, that's, those are the times why I have no recollection of what I was saying at all versus if I do a session with somebody and I do remember some of it. That's a full merge. It's a partial merge, but it could, it's still going to be a level of channeling. Mm -hmm. Obviously an Oracle for a guide or angel, they're going to enter their Oracle at that advanced level. Yeah. So, okay. Kwan Yin is putting the pearls in my hand right now. So she's letting me know she would like to help give you some insight on what you just said. Okay. So let me just get ready just so you know it's like something I go back for again and again and again because it feels so incredibly blissful to have her or any one of them inside of me feels there's really no other word except just complete love complete bliss mm. okay When I channel, what happens is my voice tends to drop because her voice is um, very—it's very soft, it's very ethereal. So, try to get this a little bit closer to me. Sorry, my nose keeps running, you guys. It's a a downside. <laughs> it's a chance, it's a chance I take when I sage, but yeah, you have to sage your own computers yeah. anytime before or after. She just put a crystal ball right on top of my laptop in front of the two of you. She just told me she wants to give you insight. She wants to give you clarity. She's opening up the curtain in front of me now. You live with many illusions and disillusions when you live your life on earth. Seek always the path of honesty and wisdom during your days on earth. If you wish to ascend, it is our wish, those of mine, Kuan Yin, goddess of mercy and compassion, as well as your Master, Lord Jesus, and Mother Mary, and the Buddha, and your Heavenly Father, that someday your level of enlightenment will reach the point where you will be allowed full-time permanent residency in the Kingdom of Heaven, Nirvana, and your days of having to further incarnate on Earth will finally be over, we stand guard by you, watching over you dutifully, patiently, hoping, wanting for each one of you, of God's children, to make the wise choices that will earn you that gift. Yes, it is through our chosen oracles, and Maureen is one, that we speak through her so that you do wake up and enlighten yourself so that you do not live your life in a dimmed state surrounded by the vanity, the greed, the violence, the materialism, the disobedience to God's wishes and rules that will Slope, your path to nirvana. Earth is a schoolhouse for the soul as well as a playground. You must remember this is only a temporary place for you. Your ultimate goal when you chose to come here was to finish your lessons and your tests to reach a higher level in your ascension process so that you could attain a higher level of earning more time in heaven and then constantly seeking the goal of full-time residency in the kingdom of heaven where true pain and suffering does not exist. It is through our whispers, the guides and the angels Yours and all of those that serve God, that we continually guide each and every one of you, and we are committed to until you finally choose to open your eyes and become devoted to making this your main focal point. Put down your pride and your ego your mistakes and your sins will lessen increase your level to love your level of wisdom your enlightenment and more gifts will be rewarded to you this is not your stopping place This is your education. It is also where you are sent to clear up your negative karmic debt. The veil is thinning around your dimension so that you have the opportunity to hear our messages more clearly. It is our wish that each and every one of you pay attention to them. Instead of turning away from our words, our wisdom, it will be your downfall. Tears fall from heaven. When we see you stumble and make mistakes, we can only intervene and help pick you back up when it is God's will, your lack of faithfulness will prevent us from intervening. Your devotion and faithfulness and belief in your Creator opens the door to allowing us to come closer to you and intervening stronger to save you, protect you, guide you, heal you, help you. It is I, goddess of mercy and compassion, Kuan Yin, who wishes nothing more than to reach my hand down and place my pearls of wisdom On top of the head of every earthling on your planet, please hear my words so that you may reside in my heavenly home someday where you can experience eternal bliss and joy for all of life ever after. Kuan Yin just put a large pink lotus on the laptop. It's a gift she's giving to all of those who have listened to her message and a gift to the two of you who mm. opened the door for her to give her message. Thank you. Namaste. Wow. That was great. Yeah, she's still here. So she's just right here. We, here? And Mary's right here. And just can, you know, Jesus is right here.
1: Can we ask uh, them questions?
2: Go for it. Let's see what will happen.
1: Um, well, gosh, where do we begin, Jen? Um,
2: go with what. Carol, go with what made you guys want us on the show.
1: Well, well, you know, of course, uh, the the world is going through a period like never known before at least in in our consciousness right now and and it is a grand awakening in in the middle of, of a dark time what does what does humankind need to do right now to break out of its egoic driven paradigm to to awaken and come back home with Quan yin and and jesus and and mary and buddha all the master teachers we need to awake you know buddha said i'm awake And that means he was awake within the dream, right? What she said, like halfway through what you were saying, compassion.
2: She said it very loud, compassion. The vision I got when she said compassion, the vision I got was continually giving care and compassion, especially to the people who are suffering. So give compassion to those that are just struggling, but then give more compassion to those that are truly suffering. Versus living in a self-centered, um, narcissistic type of a way.
1: Yeah. Wow. Um,
2: She's also saying hope. She's also saying to not give up hope. When people tend to give up hope is when negative behaviors and negative habits develop. And that's one of the universal broad tests that we're all under. We're constantly being challenged in every way possible, physical, mental, emotional, health, relationship, career. We're hit everywhere possible continually from birth until graduation. One of the things we're to accomplish with those chronic challenging state is to not give up hope. Not giving up hope will pull us back into a peaceful state and stop us from making those unwise choices that we will regret. I
1: I need some clarity on this. I've uh, As I mentioned, I've spoken to a number of masters through beautiful uh, ch- uh, oracles and channelers like you. And my understanding is Earth right now is surrounded by ships of, uh, of our friends from around the universe who are interested in what, going, what is going on. Are, are these beings in these ships, some uh, other galaxies, are they angelic beings? Because I know some of them are in 5D and different dimensions, but are they also e- egoic-driven um, beings who are trying to awaken and, and come back home to heaven? There's
2: a mix. We're talking aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm seeing aliens. So I'm, there's a mix. There's the positive and there's the negative. So there's a mix of alien visitors affecting earth positive and negative so it's going to come down to the human's ability to discern what they may be experiencing in their life yeah if they're having a personal encounter with one but your question it's both there's absolutely the negative ones causing well hardships just like there is the demons causing the hardships. So there is under attack from the aliens and the demons, but there's also the positive aliens that are coming in as helpers and healers, just like guys and angels are. So Yin is showing me to keep yourself just on a really focused path because you're going to be coming up against actually a lot more negativity from, from different realms. Mm -hmm. Uh, You also have access to a lot of help from the guys and angels more help you have to learn to turn to them and then also you have to learn what it takes to earn more of their help so but that's yeah it's true i'm also being shown literally a, a clear white veil just starting to become thinner and lift around planet earth as in God is exposing us more to all of it, the positive and the negative entities that we are around to enlighten us and to educate us, to get people who are more limited thinking to expand their awareness and educate them. So there is a shift in people's psychic abilities being enhanced, um, whereas they wanna live this materialistic world, they don't wanna believe in heaven and afterlife, they don't want to believe in needing to protect themselves i'm going to start showing you why you need to so, so
0: so as um light workers and people that were put here to to help humanity what can we do that is going to help them to recognize they that they're not separate from source recognize that that we are all one what can we do to help help humanity
2: to help other people recognize that we're yeah we're to awesome. awaken. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus and Kuan Yin are answering that one and they're giving me a vision of, they said brothers and sisters holding hands to keep speaking and looking at each other as brothers and sisters of God as in one family. Yeah. They're saying what will help people start to hold that perspective is to hold back judging people. Mm-hmm. So the the judgment has to come down. They're also showing me they're showing me karma coming out of your stomach out of your core. So what you put out to the universe, onto someone or onto the universe is gonna come right back to you. Mm-hmm. So they're using the war that's happening in Ukraine from Russia right now as an example. If if the people committing the act of the war don't wanna feel the pain and suffering that's happened to the people being tortured, hurt and killed by this war, don't commit it on them. You're now gonna to have to go through that pain someday. Yeah. So it's going back to being much more mindful, much more accountable, much more responsible with not judging and not committing acts on people and the planet that you wouldn't be willing to want to go through someday at some point. Yeah. And then sharing that more with people.
1: So, so since man, man has uh, free will If we walk hand in hand with the integrity of the eternal universal laws uh, of oneness and unconditional love and, and sinlessness, then that will allow us through our free will to make the right choices to come home and awake.
2: Kuan Yin is saying, we'll let her see if she wants to do a full merge. Yes and no and not necessarily. You can walk forward with your free will doing that, but everyone has their own free will. And the vision I got, you can go that way, but other people's free will, they're not going to walk that path that they're not there yet. So the best thing you can do is you keep going down that path that is going to earn you the karmic blessings that that choice using your free will in a positive way is going to reward you with the others. You're just going to guide them where you can, but you can't judge them you can't condemn them and you can't force them you can only enlighten them when they make a mistake pray for them if they get hurt because of their mistake Mm -hmm. and keep yourself really disciplined in that way like we're all in a classroom situation together but we're also at our own desk learning at our own pace and so it's a it's a it's a very higher level of discipline we have to practice so that we stay at our own desk, even though we're sharing the classroom with others so that we don't fall into those traps.
1: So my, my studies of A Course in Miracles and true, true non-dualistic spirituality uh, have given me the understanding that we are, true reality is our oneness with all that is with source, with you, with Jen, with, with everybody listening and watching. But the the original separation happened, we fell asleep into a dream of separation and came down. Why did that original dream of separation even happen?
2: Free will. Free will <laughs> and ego. Huh? And we, we are one. We we were and were created with the oneness in mind. We are oneness, but separation created because of free will and the ego there. And they're literally giving me the vision right now of angels and demons. The demons chose a free will away from God's will. And this is not just where it landed them, but they went on to create themselves to be extraordinarily negative and toxic. And the angels in heaven clearly did not. So it all comes down to no matter what influences, what enlightenment we can be exposed to, each of us, each soul has that own free will. And that's the determining factor. Doesn't mean they're going to stay in these lower levels or or humans are going to stay at a limited thinking or an unenlightened or dimmed perspective it could take them another five lifetimes to finally get to a place where, okay, you guys were right. I was wrong. There really is a God. There really is a heaven. I really should have worked harder in it. There really is consequences for my ethics, my virtues, my choices. So it's a process. Um, God gave me a vision when I was in class a little bit ago. And it was one version of him, which was source of life. And it was a round source of energy that came in the form of a wall. And he showed me every one, every person, every soul is making their way back to him. And it was at a different road, at a different path, and at different levels. And I saw the ones that were more evolved were up closer to him And their lights, they had lights, their paths were filled with lights, and they were bright. And the ones that were further away and weren't working on enlightenment, weren't interested in wanting to evolve, their paths were dark. And it was ups and downs and jagged, and it was a longer, slower path, and it was at some level everyone is ultimately making their way back to me yeah. no matter what mm-hmm. so you, you, you can look at it like that no matter what it could take x amount of incarnations for one person and it could take two yeah. three for someone else
0: so we have to we have to respect that every soul every person is on their own path yeah and and that's and that's why you know, not judging and non-judgment is so important because we're, we're all put here, as Kuan Yin said, we're all put here, earth is a, a learning ground, earth is is our education. It's it's our playground too, so we can, we can have a lot of fun here if we choose to, um, yeah. but we are here and we are here to evolve. We're here to learn. We're here to um, learn those lessons that are going to allow us to awaken. And so it's important that as we go through life that we don't judge others and that we recognise that even those that we look at and we may feel like they're making some really, you know, terrible decisions, that they're learning something in the process and um unfortunately we do have to we do have to deal with our karmic our negative karmic events we do have to deal with that because that's all part of the learning process and if we didn't have to deal with it then we wouldn't be able to evolve or learn from it so i yeah i totally understand it's important that we that we respect people's decisions and and know that they are on their path back to source
2: so yeah yeah
1: Yep. Yep. you got it, John. Yeah. Yay, John. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are talking with Maureen Allen, a, a primary oracle for uh, Kuan Yin and Jesus and Mary and uh, Buddha. I, I do have one question for Jesus and, and Mary, whether they want to come in or, or just speak through you right now. Um, uh, I understand that Jesus and uh, was married to Mary and that Mary was his equal. Is that true?
2: Okay. Well, I'll give it to you two ways. I'm going to share with you what Jesus and Mary Magdalene showed me uh, several years ago. And then we'll see if he comes in. So they appeared to me standing. Um, I was sitting up watching TV. And they appeared right by the side of my bed. And they were holding hands intertwined like, like this. Side by side intertwined. She's beautiful by the way. He is too. And I was like, and I'd already had a lot of visitations from Jesus at this point, but this was new. This is actually my second one with Mary, but this was new to see them together. I had asked them that question. I'd asked them, were you married or were you boyfriend and girlfriend? What's the truth? Cause it's a mystery out here. They appeared, they answered my question. They appeared hand in hand and he said the words, he has given me back the exact word. It wasn't married, but it was a romantic connection and they told me it was Almost the equivalent of a marriage, but it actually wasn't a marriage. So a lot of people think that they were married. It was my word, boyfriend and girlfriend. His word was a romantic connection. I have the whole channeling in one of my books. I have I have some of them right over here. I haven't put them in their file cabinet yet. They each have their own. When they come to me, I'm required to write down their messages and document them in notebooks. This is one of God's notebooks. So I have the actual word for word of what he said and everything else that they said afterwards. Um, so he wanted me to, to tell the truth and it was, it was that close like that. Mm-hmm. So like boyfriend and girlfriend, that close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wow. you want to know what she looks like? She's got long, really, really dark hair, wavy And it goes almost onto her waist, really thick, dark, dark brown eyes, really light skin. Beautiful. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So she's around him in heaven. From what I
0: understand, Jesus was a very handsome handsome man too.
2: Extremely handsome. Yeah. Like it would would blow your mind how beautiful he is. It's like nothing like um, the statues and the pictures that we see. Yeah. When I talk about him, I try to impress that when I write about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: What, yeah. what about Mary being uh being said that Mary was his equal in, in power and ability well, to do things?
2: I have asked. I have not been allowed that answer yet. So I'm waiting. So I can't answer unless he wants to answer now. The, the impression I got was literally the equivalent of romantic relationship. I, I don't want to say, I don't think an equal, Mm -hmm. but I have to tell you, I've had so many, they're called gifts of clarity, vision, movie visions, gifts of clarity of my relationship with Jesus from when I was with him on earth at that same time. And then also in heaven, he holds such a unique position of power that I haven't seen anybody have anything even close to him being equal. Mm. I, I He's had several females that have been around him. So they're not, I would not say exactly like that. That's not what I've seen.
1: Okay. Well, we've been talking for, for over an hour with uh, Maureen Allen and just amazing. Uh, my, Just Namaste. Much thanks to Kwan Yin speaking with us with her beautiful wisdom. Wow! What's uh? What do your uh, your teachers uh? If they have one thing to say now to mankind, what is it? What's the message?
2: Let's see if they can sign off with the channeling. Let's see. Um. Jesus put his hand on my head. Peace I give you. My peace I leave you. He's putting a cross in my hand. He's handing it to you. Buddha is putting a peace sign in my hand. And he's handing it to you. Which means our listeners and you. Jesus is coming closer. He's saying, think. Of your afterlife think primarily of your afterlife when you make your choices here every choice you make has an outcome for you keep your path clean so that the kingdom of heaven can be yours sooner rather than later enjoy all of the gifts that your Heavenly Father God has bestowed upon you. If you have a gift, you have earned it. Receive it with joy and gratitude and express your gratitude. Be mindful of making the wise choices so that you continue to earn those gifts rather than the punishments, the consequences. Think The joy you have here to experience does not even compare to anything you can possibly relate to, where heaven has gifts that are so much more magnificent, and your amnesia has made you forget that I'm here to remind you of that. It is my wish as well as creator's wish that you return home to the holy place. All religions are under my rule. All religions are governed under my hand. You must go through me Lord Jesus Christ, in order to make it through, come through that doorway to heaven, please accept this. You can embrace more than one perspective, but you must have a true faith and belief in your Holy Father and his one and only begotten Son, in order for me to be allowed to open that doorway for you. Think now, every choice you make will give you something. Make your choices be centered around peace and love, and that will safeguard you into creating choices that will create the karmic blessings that I will be allowed to give to you, as well as give permission to your spirit guides and angels to bestow upon you. Have faith in me if you wish for me to open the doorway to heaven wide for you. It is I, Jesus Christ, sending you wisdom and my blessings. Amen. Amen. (sighs) Okay. We heard it. (laughs) We heard
0: it. And how do you you feel... After that, is that kind of like, do you still have this, this sense of, of peace or is it exhausting or how do you feel once once they come out? Does it like your energy just zapped?
2: But it feels like I feel dizzy. Mm-hmm. Like I on a roller coaster and I feel really lightheaded mm. um, and they put their hands on me and they start to fill me with energy to put energy back into me mm. and they put their hands on top of me to get me grounded again. So I usually have to go sit in my meditation chair and they work on me, their hands on me to get me grounded again and then to get me refilled with energy again. So like right now I feel completely loopy like I just got the tilt-a-whirl right now. I but could I also, tell
0: you I could tell you were feeling kind of a bit lightheaded when you came out of that. So I thought I'd just uh, ask. But
2: it's like loopy in a euphoric way. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, like my daughters will call it whenever I'm done with the reading or a class, I'll walk around. If I'm not grounded, I'll walk into a wall and I'll <laughs> sometimes, if I'm not back in my body, I, I say things backwards and say the wrong words. She's not back yet. She's not back yet. So they'll like, don't even ask me a question. I can't answer you yet. So they've learned you have to give me like excellent timing for you and ask, ask me a question because I can't think it yet until I'm fully back. And so I'm you- not sleepy.
0: Yeah. yeah, so your daughter Emma, she also has abilities as a medium and a channel, doesn't she? So um, she's a
2: older,
0: how yeah. old is she? How old is she now? She is twenty-one. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. 21. <laughs> and so yeah. does she has she adapted pretty well to it? Or um, does she uh, does she do something similar to you or? You
2: know, she's going very slow. Mm-hmm. She's dragging her feet. <laughs> so she's not trying to resist herself. it. She's doing what I did, but she's like a lot worse. But I also don't blame her because she's she's being, um, she's actually being called upon now to be in my classroom consistently. Jesus and Kuan Yin want to start her working pretty soon. And she's been resisting Mm -hmm. stronger visions. Don't do it. You can get consequences if you resist. She's still resisting. Mm. So it's a little bit of a slower path for her. And the fear is always: are people gonna be afraid of you? Be afraid yeah. of what you know. Um, you know, reject you at some point, um, take advantage of you, use you. So there is a lot to yeah. it. So I yeah, understand it. it, but she has to overcome her fears like I did, and embrace her chosen path, path and her yeah. chosen mission or ultimately her path in life really will end up becoming an unhappy one. Yeah. So, It'll be a difficult. And, yeah. Yeah. So I'm in the process of that intervention right now, actually. So oh, I'll- wow.
0: Well, I, I wish, I wish her all the best in, in this because you know, what you, what you bring to bring to the world is incredible. You and all the other oracles out there. And I think it's a really important and very needed messages that are coming through from, from the guides and from the teachers, so you were actually involved in a number of charity organisations. Now, with these charity organisations, were you actually directed by the teachers to to do this, or um, what made you what made you do this?
2: Yeah, so I have I've got one charity, mm-hmm. and it it was founded in 2013. Mm-hmm. And it came from Kuan Yin. I was um, home one night. Um, watching TV, she appeared to me at the foot of my bed and was visibly sad looking mm-hmm. and immediately started giving me visions of um, people, especially children in Africa, laying on the dirt mm-hmm. floor, starving and impoverished and immediately started going into heartfelt pleas of their starving in third world countries more than what people in the United States understand. Um, I have all that kind of written down in her notebook and would put me through all these movies while she was talking to me. I need your help to help them. I need your help to help me help them. Yeah. And at the very end, I'm like all confused, and now I'm like all sad and confused. And then she's like, I need you to start a charity so that we can help them. And I'm like, Er, what start a charity? What? And so I sat on it for a couple months and then she gave me the name of it. Angels among us foundation. Um, and then I got a lawyer, I put the money into it. I started angels among us foundation. And as soon as I did, heaven, Kuan Yin, God, the rest of my guys and angels started giving me vision after vision, after Mm -hmm. vision, didn't know when they would be coming. Of long painful movie type visions where I have to feel the pain of whatever human or animal is suffering from they give me all the details of the pain and suffering and then my job is to send it out to um, well my followers and my mailer and now social media on Instagram and then do fundraisers mm-hmm. so it's enlighten the world that this is where there's pain and suffering and encourage wink, wink, viewers. (laughs) encourage people to contribute and help donate. So it was like a hard, fast roller coaster that I was thrown on. And it was, um, I didn't realize in the beginning how important it was to her. Like I was confused. And then that was in Minnesota. And shortly after I moved to California and I was sitting on my couch and all of a sudden there was this beautiful, um, Indian guide that appeared right at the foot of my couch. And I'm like, like, this isn't stopping. Like people, mm. would, are people even going to believe me? I can be doing nothing. All of a sudden in the living colors, 3D form, beautiful guys and angels will just appear I'll in front in of me. <laughs> yeah. Um, right next to her. Then Kwan Yin came in because I looked at her thing here and her Indian outfit and her stomach. I'm like, that's not Quan Yin. What's this about? and it was the India fundraiser. She started going into how her people are serving in India. I need your help. Will you please do a fundraiser? I mean, I'm speaking like me now, it's all yeah. written down in how she said it. But the, the message was, I need your help to help raise money. They're really serving at a whole much more horrific level than what the United States understands. Kwan Yin all of a sudden floated into the room, appeared right next to her. And then I was like, dang, this is really serious. This is kind of a big deal, like this isn't stopping so that was when i realized okay i get it they want a charity and i'm i'm like the manager here on earth managing it for my guides and angels and god and then the more i started to do it well meaning have the courage to write down like the painful visions get it done get it done on time then god started giving me visions about the humans and the animals so Mm. That's why it, charity. It looks like there's so many charities. There's so many causes. Is yeah, what it causes is. within the one charity. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of causes under the one charity. So, oh, no. so they help me understand. It's really what's well, our charity, but it's really their charity. I'm yeah. their servant. I work for them. I'm part of their family, and I happen. They said you, you're part of our family. You're part of the Royal family. You're part of the family, but you're the one that's on earth right now. Yeah. One of your jobs that you signed up for was that you were going to help us create a charity to help the suffering in the world, to help enlighten the earthings on the world where they're suffering, Mm. to help encourage them to donate and be compassionate and help donate. Oh, and also help open their eyes to where, Some of them could be guilty of vanity and greed and materialism. And donating to the charity, wink, 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 is going to help you take down (laughs) that consequence Agreed greed, vanity, is costing you, wink, wink, wink. I went, wow, I got a lot of jobs, I got big jobs. And they showed me really big feet, really big shoes on my feet.
1: Yeah. Uh, Oh. Maureen, how can can people connect with you or how can our viewers and listeners, where they find you so they can participate in your charities and your classes you hold on or if they want to do one-on-ones with you, et cetera?
2: Yeah, that's awesome. Um, So if they want to find me, you can go to Mm -hmm. maureenallen.com. If you want to find the charity, you can go to Angels Among Us Foundation. Mm -hmm. And I take all of my profits from my work and they're donated to my charity. So I don't profit anything off of my spiritual work. Um, In, gosh, was it 2018? I think God came through with a loud message. I was sitting on my couch one morning. I'll never forget it. He commanded me, all of your profits from your work are to be donated to our charity beginning now. And I'm like, Oh, wow. The, the good news is I was in a financial position because of inheritance to be able to do that and be yeah. okay. Yeah. But it's so nerve-wracking to pull that plug, okay? Mm-hmm. So I've honored that, have, have done that, and, that's, and he showed me your father, my heavenly father, will financially support yeah. you he'll and support you if you donate for me yeah. and that's what happened so i take anything that i make and it goes to the charity so i don't profit on anything so so i actually can promote any of my classes or workshops because there's no profit in it for me ever it all goes to charity
1: hmm. Well, this has been absolutely this
2: amazing this has been amazing Allen. Uh,
1: i think when we get off of here i'm going to be like you when you came out of out of your trance i'm going to be <laughs> here so thank you so much go get your, you. yeah you go get your stage ball
2: get your stage ball carl yeah. get your spray get in the chair ask She's you browned browned you. Me. Yeah, she'll take care of both of you
0: yeah thank you so much maureen we have absolutely loved having you on today and i know that our listeners would absolutely love to to see the connection with with panin and jesus and Buddha and Mary today. So we really appreciate your time today.
2: And thank you for
0: all the great work that you are doing.
2: That's so kind of you. Thank you for having us on. We're, We're very grateful. Thank you. Thank you.